0: Welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. In this podcast, we inspire advisors with ideas and pathways to break through barriers and build a thriving retirement income business. We will interview innovative technology developers, business leaders, and successful advisors, then help you organize and execute these ideas to move your business forward.
1: Hello, this is Jack Martin. I'm the virtual CMO here at InsureMark, and I want to welcome you to InsureMark's Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. This is where elite advisors come to level up their game in 2023 and beyond. Hey,
0: Patrice, how are you doing? Doing well. I do have my swag on, as you mentioned, because it's cold. It's cold here. (laughs)
1: that's great that's great hey uh we're going to talk about customer experience today folks and customer experience is just a little bit different from customer service but it's very similar i I mean the customer service is wrapped up in the customer experience but here's the um here's here's the jumping off point uh and patrice you know weigh in so a couple of years ago, Schwab surveyed uh, a lot of their their consumers, their their clients, and I can't believe this is true. But the majority of those people said they would rather go to the dentist and get their teeth drilled than meet with their financial advisor. Okay, and then the follow up question was: they were twice as likely to reschedule their financial advisor appointment than they were to reschedule their car maintenance appointment. So there, there's some kind of major disconnect here between We all know that that folks need financial advice lord knows i mean people who are retiring how do you recreate that paycheck and you know how do you manage uh, long-term care expenses and how do you you know manage legacy and and student debt don't get us started on that you know how do you how do you manage all those things without a financial advisor so um there's something in the way we're delivering the the advisor experience and I think the first thing you know as we get into this conversation that we all need to recognize is besides the importance of the customer experience is that it's it's hugely personal uh for instance i i for one just relish the the five-star dining experience at French Laundry. Okay. But I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty that my 93-year-old US Marine dad would not have the same joy from the three and a half hour dining experience. Okay. So it's extremely personal. What do you think?
0: I think not only is it personal, it's you don't want to to bear your dirty laundry, and you don't want to be made to feel stupid. And I think a lot of people feel stupid when they go to see their financial advisor you know there's this
1: emerging range of thought uh, uh, in the financial advising community about behavioral finance okay and one of the things we know is that shame and judgment are very powerful emotions and if if someone is coming to you with their shoebox of information about their financial life um the, the last thing they want to hear is you know i'm sorry it's it, you know your your score isn't high enough you know you're not going to be able to buy the vineyard you know you're, you're you're not on track like the top 5% of my clients. So, I mean, that whole judgment and shame thing
0: plays into it. Yeah, but then it's also, it's they may come up with a question. Some of them don't talk in everyday English. They use acronyms. They use, I'm um, off the top of my head, obviously I can't come up with one, but they will use acronyms. They will use phrases. And I'm sure people sit back and go, I don't know what you're talking about, but they're afraid to say, I don't know what you're talking about. They just go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's so true. I, I mean, you would think folks who are who are talking about annuities would keep it pretty simple, but if I listen to advisors talking about annuities these days, they talk about the VIX, uh, they talk about uh, smart Indexes. beta Index they they, they they talk about you know uh, benefit values, and they talk about you know uh, all all sorts of stuff that the average person doesn't understand.
0: So and you're absolutely right. Annuities to start with, people think. I thought they were good, but then I was told they were bad, and now they're good again. And I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I mean, so so from a customer experience perspective, I think that those are some good uh, road road signs. Are, are you keeping it personal? Is it relevant to the people that you're talking to? A- and if if your audience, let's say your audience are airplane pilots, all right, you know, commercial airline pilots, great. Target market, uh, you know, it could be dentists, you know, but each of them kind of have a language, have a mindset, have a set of problems, and so if, if your experience is relevant to them, and and you know, you keep the jargon out, I think uh, people are going to be more favorably inc- inclined to cancel their car maintenance appointment <laughs> instead of canceling their appointment with their advisor. What do you think?
0: What about the format? Do you think people are more open to virtual, or do they feel more comfortable in the office?
1: So, again, that's really personal, and and it's really age-related. It's interesting trying to remember who did the research it came out earlier this month someone did and and asked that very question you know because there's a question about how often you should get together there's a question about how the agenda you know for your your client review meeting is structured there's a question about whether it should be virtual or in person and what they found or and what they found is that a lot of that is is age specific uh, you know, the the Gen Z is much more inclined to say, yeah, I'm all in on a virtual thing, you know, and the greatest generation, maybe not so much, you know. So just to to think of it in the extremes. So as you're thinking about your customer experience, you know, there are lots of places along the customer journey to think about where that fits. We're working with a client now about what happens from first contact to through onboarding and we we talk with our with our advisors in fact we ju- we just did a, a a office hours last friday where we talked about client onboarding and what does that look like you know think of if you think of that as a 90 day period you know what are the touch points what are the things that you can do during that first 90 day period when someone becomes a client where they say wow you know i you wouldn't believe what my financial advisor is doing for me
0: but then you have to keep that up if you do it once within that 90-day period, but you don't do it again for a year, are you going to turn them off?
1: Well, probably, probably. The, the the thing is, you know, what is it that they want? I mean, they once they get on board, you know, do they want to talk to you every quarter? Do they want to talk to you twice a year? Do they want to talk to you once a year? And, you know, with CRMs today, it's super easy to to key that in and create a workflow, you know? I think the more interesting area for financial advisors is what are you going to talk about
0: with your clients, which was going to be my next question on agenda. You mentioned agendas. Should an agenda be laid out in front of the client, or should this be a seamless conversation
1: well so so here's the, here's the thing we traditionally. The advisor created the agenda and the agenda was designed to say okay so what's happened since the last time we met you know here's what's happened to your investments and here's what you've added to your investments here's the changes we've made in your investment portfolios you know what's happened in your life what's changed in your family what's changed in your financial circumstances right and so what we've learned is that that really doesn't create super engaged clients Mm -hmm. what's really more important is to get to, and there's this hierarchy, this customer hierarchy, kind of like Maslow's theory. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. So there's a similar way to look at that from a, from a customer experience perspective. And, And what you're trying to do is get to the trust, get to the confidence, uh, you know, away from the, those, those foundational things like, you know, are you keeping score, you know, am I in the right place kind of questions. And, and so, if you, if you take that approach, if you, if you start thinking about how do I, how do I engage my client in a conversation, you know, about what's really important to them about money. Uh, so, so that I understand a little bit at a, at a deeper level, what's important to them. You know, a, a friend of ours asks a really simple question at the beginning of these meetings. So what brings you here today? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not just, well, you know, I feel like I need a financial advisor. No, what brings you here today? what 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 is it that caused you to, you know, book the appointment, to hold the appointment, to show up? what What is it that caused you to want to be here today? what what What's really got your attention? and that that's a conversation that a lot of financial advisors don't have with their clients. You know, they're we're we're more wrapped up in, you know, here's the performance reporting you know here's the monte carlo simulation on how your retirement projections look like you know we're more more wrapped up in the analytics than the what's really going on in this person's life it's it's interesting if when when you start to pay attention to what the customer experience is when you start to pay attention to what's important to the client and how do I provide the client what they want on terms that they want to hear with frequency that they want to hear. When you start paying attention to them, lots of positive things start to happen. Um, RBC Wealth Management looked at their firm and they, they they rolled out a program that would focus on customer experience for their, their wealth managers. They saw a 56% increase in revenue. When they started focusing on customer experience, when they started asking questions of the customer about what do you want to talk about? How often do you want to talk? How do you want to meet? What's important to you about money? When they started asking those kinds of questions, they saw a radical increase. And, you know, I know you're going to get different answers from each client. You know, and you would expect to. Sure. 100%. And so then then the question is, well, how do I deliver the experience You know, if it's going to be different for each client? And the answer is super simple. That's why we have CRMs today. That's why we have technology. You know, you, your job is to 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 help understand the client and then help uh, get that information into into a form that our technologies can use to help you be in a position to succeed with those clients. So. I've been rambling a lot. What do you, what no, do you no, think no, 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 no,
0: no, no, not rambling at all. Just bringing up a question. When people do come in and they're asked, What brings you here today? What is the answer? What is the, oh, I know they'll all be d- different, but what's the most common answer? So it,
1: uh, that depends a little bit on wealth. Okay. So for instance, super high net worth folks literally in Q2 were asked that question. And their answer was, "I want to make sure that my my kids are prepared for life after I'm gone." Oh. Um, you know, they're high net worth, so there's going to be substantial wealth that'll pass on to them. They want to be concerned about that. Now, as you scale that down, you get down to, you know maybe the the two fifty, net worth kind of range, right? And that that's not small. That's still significant, but the priorities are a little bit different. Their their concerns were, how am I going to manage healthcare? You know, I don't I really don't want to be a burden on my kids. Okay. And, you know, how am I going to keep my independence? What am I going to need to manage that that healthcare situation? The, the, when you get into that middle bracket, you know, between the 10 million up and between the 250 and below, so you get into that mass more a, a, mass affluent. The, their concern is how do I, how do I make sure that uh, my income is going to last as long as I need it to last, and how do I make sure that, you know, my my affairs are are in order so that the maximum amount is going to my to my kids and grandkids, more grandkids than kids. But hey, you know, how does how do, how does how do I arrange my affairs to do that? So you can see it's kind of all a little bit over the board depending on the clients you're talking to. So. Does that help?
0: It does. It's very interesting. It, it does make some sense, though, when you're talking about the different levels of income. I can see that two fifties. You say that's you've got a lot to worry about, especially with the cost way of, uh, you know costs are going. But when they come in to see the advisor, what is the first line of contact for for a new client coming in? What do you mean? Well, I mean, is it is it the the receptionist does the advisor meet them right away? Is there a an inclusion, an immediate inclusion? So
1: that that's a really good question, and it, it it's really kind of all over the board. I think that best practice right now, if you look at firms that are experiencing hyper growth. So obviously they're having success attracting and maintaining clients. Uh, so if you look at firms that are in hyper growth, what they put in place are people, processes and technology. We talk about right. this all the time. Okay. So they, they've got someone who's, who's doing that business development role. Okay. Whose, whose job it is to make sure that you know, when someone fills out the form on the website saying, you know, um, I'm concerned about how long my money will last, that someone is re- responding to that and someone is capturing that information and kicking off, uh, you know, an automation that's going to, you know, feed them information uh, and nurture them along and get them to the point where. They book a meeting and, you know, when they come in for the meeting, you know, of course, you know, they, they, they should feel welcomed. And, you know, we like to focus on making sure they've got their beverage of choice there. But really, that's so far down the scale on priorities for the people coming through the front door. You know, if, if you're not going to ask the what brings you here today question, giving them the choice of Diet Dr. Pepper or Diet Coke, you know, isn't going to solve their problem. Uh, but we, we we tend to focus a lot more on those situations. Certainly you, you want your clients to feel appreciated absolutely. Uh, but if you're talking about you know where majoring in the minors, I think, we tend to focus a lot more on the majoring and the minors. We tend to focus more on let's make sure they get birthday cards, let's make sure they, you know, they get a cake from Granny's cakes, you know, that sort of thing. When in fact, if we just spend a little bit more time understanding what's important to them, helping them understand how they can be in control of their financial situation, that would take them so much further down the path. So Do you that's see- really what the experience is about. It's see- more it's really about getting personal. Exactly. Exactly I mean the, the the advisor has to be a little bit vulnerable. I mean, because no one's going to get personal and share what matters to them if they don't feel like you you're have sure. empathy. Yeah, you're that sure. you have empathy and you're being transparent. Yeah. So, you know, I totally get why this is a, an issue for a lot of financial advisors. But at the end of the day, that's what the experience is about. You know, did this mean something to me? And And how do you build that at scale? So there's technology out there. We'll be rolling out a partnership at the beginning of the year with a group that has a technology platform that, that makes connections in the moments that matter is the way they frame it. And so, you know, there are age milestones, there are life, you know, milestones where you can say, you know, probably these things are going to be on their radar and you can start to reach out to them and touch them. Folks that are going to be attending the InsureMark Founders Club experience in Nashville in January are going to be treated to some coaching from Brittany Hodak. She was on one of our earlier podcasts. She's she's the author of Creating Superfans. She She had a business that was in the uh, super fan building space that actually was on Shark Tank and got uh, the the record for the largest offer from the sharks. You know, for for they they, they absolutely wanted to buy it. So she's she's an extremely successful business person, but her book is called Creating Superfans, and the so she says that she created the super model S U P E R. The S stands for starts with your story. Okay, so what is you well, your story, Mr. Advisor? You know, what is your origin story and and what is what is relevant in your background? Why are you doing what you're doing?
0: So this is well, your why story. I think most people would refer yep. to it as that. Okay. Got yep. It. Starts
1: starts starts with your story. Uh, the U is for understanding their story. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not asking them where they're coming from and what they're all about, you know, then you're missing a big deal. And and really it's then a Venn diagram. Where's the overlap between my story and your story? and really that's where the magic happens so they're going to be treated to that so there, there are lots of different resources we have at uh Insuremark that'll help f- with this customer experience thing but you know if you're listening and you're you're not affiliated with InsureMark, that's fine you know listen to the podcast read the book you know we, we, we'll we'll be happy to to play in public uh, play in traffic is what i tell advisors to do share what you know with the public so what do you think
0: I think that's fantastic, Jack. I do. I think the the customer experience is um it's prima it's the the prime reason people come in and stay. And if you don't get it, you're not going to see them again. I agree. There's
1: another aspect to this. And, and you know, it comes back to the growth subject you know everybody you know since the beginning of the year it seems like we're a lot more focused on what does it take to grow you know what what are the things we're doing to grow we talked we've talked in in our earlier podcasts about the you know, what do you do in the lead to to turn leads into prospects, turn prospects into meetings, turn meetings into clients and clients into evangelists, right? But really client experience is 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 a com- unique competitive advantage. If you have a a a customer experience where your clients are saying, you know, at the PTA meeting, on the soccer field, you know, at, at, at the Christmas party, wow, you won't believe what my financial advisor did for me that 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 is hugely powerful okay and if you're not doing that you're you're really missing a huge opportunity from a growth perspective we know most advisors aren't aren't achieving that level of success with their customer experience uh and one way to tell that is is you know ask a simple question so how many how many of your clients gave you a a referral this year and for for most advisors the number is pretty small And so what we know from that indicator is the level of engagement that that client has with the financial advisor and the level of understanding of the value that that financial advisor provides for them. If it's clear what the value is, it's easy for the client to say, wow, you won't believe what my financial advisor did for our family. Uh, It's easy to start to, 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 to become more magnetic and to provide referrals. So it's, it's a good indicator. It's a good indicator,
0: which suggests to me that the advisor has to make talking about money comfortable. hundred percent. Yeah. Because you're not going to go out and talk to your friends. Oh, you know, so and my, my financial advisor did this and this, because you don't want to talk about your money.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, it's there. I mean, it, it comes, I'm, I, I'm a, CFP have been an RIA, you know, for three decades. And so if we go to a party or social gathering, inevitably someone comes over and wants to talk finance, right? I get that. But, you know, for, for other people, the subject of money, what's happening in the markets, what's happening in the housing market, what's happening in the bond market, savings, student debt, you know, market volatility, all those kinds of things that's, that's, that's common conversation. Okay. They don't necessarily get to the level of saying, okay, so, you know, how big is your IRA, you know, or what's your, what's your social security look like, but by the same token, the subject comes up. And so, you know, when the, when the client, you know, is, is in a mindset, uh, you know, a very positive mindset from the experience, they're more likely to, to want to share that with others. So
0: that's it. That's it. And share with the advisor even more hundred percent, hundred
1: percent um well
0: i we've covered
1: a lot in a pretty (laughs) short period of time
0: yeah so more questions you might have think of anything offhand that we haven't discussed it's i think it's making people feel comfortable it's getting to know them that venn diagram uh comparison was perfect you have to overlap with them to make yourselves both comfortable and that way there's that link there's that tie there's that yeah i want to work with you
1: all right. Well, then. Until next time, uh, if you're if you're interested in more information on what's happening with customer experience, like I said, check out our our earlier podcast with Brittany. Uh, it's fantastic. Check out her book. Jump on uh, with a with an advisor development consultant at InsureMark. They'd be happy to share with you the automation tools that they make available to their clients to help them stay in touch uh, with, with clients and, 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 build those bridges. So until next time, this is Jack Martin with InsureMark, uh, signing off for the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. Thanks and have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.